If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. We'd be halfway through a show that feels like it just got started. John's joints. Where John busts out his stash, rolls him up, passes him around. We all partake and expand our minds a little bit. And underneath John's joints, I'm going to play some lullaby versions of popular songs, and you're going to like it. You can guess the songs if you want to. Say, John. What's going on today? John's joints being brought to you by Uptograph Laser Vision. Friday is the big day for me. I went a few weeks ago. I had my consultation at the state-of-the-art facility right in St. Petersburg on 38th, and it was amazing. I went in there. I felt like I was in such good hands. They give you these different tests where they take you from room to room. Such a finely oiled machine, and Friday is the big day. I will be leaving glasses in the past. I'll be able to pick up a pair of sunglasses anywhere I please. Uh, I never could really do contacts, but I don't have to worry about ever trying them because I'll be seeing clear because of Uptograph laser vision. Dr. Uptograph, he's the GOAT. He's the Tom Brady. He's the Roger Federer. He's the MJ of LASIK. The third to ever perform the procedure in the United States, the first in Asia. He's created a lot of the technology other doctors are using to perform this procedure. And right now, Uptograph Laser Vision is offering $1,000 off LASIK, and the consultations are free. So call today, 727-551-2020, or book online at www.lasik4me.com. Okay, I've got to get to this story first, and I've got a bunch of audio today, so let's okay. see if I can manage getting through it without messing it up. All right. Uh, it's a story out of... Slidell, Louisiana. Now, when you hear of Sharknados, and I know they've done a bunch of other ones, they may have even done a movie where the alligators come for you after the hurricane hits. Well, this is real life, and it actually happened, and it has to do with a 71-year-old man attacked by an alligator while trying to navigate his way through the storm surge that Ida left behind. Uh, Here's the CBS affiliate from Slidell. Lance Vitter with the St. Tammany Parish Sheriff's Office here to give us a little more information. Um, so, Captain Vitter, first of all, thank you. I know your detectives have been out here all day. Tell me what they're telling you. Yeah, they've been out here for four or five hours, and they said they were called initially about um, a gentleman being attacked by an alligator. Um, they get out here and uh, learn that there was no body, um, but they could see signs of uh, you know blood that somebody was attacked. Um, so they've been investigating it thoroughly. We had uh, the boats out, the high water vehicles. The water is about knee deep, they said. Um, and when they got out, you know, the, the gentleman that was uh, attacked by the alligator, his spouse was the one who reported it. She was 
you know, present and uh, they started their investigation and their interview with her and um, they still unfortunately have not been able to, to locate his body as a so the, the the real details are there's this 71 year old man he's trying to get something from the shed which is under massive amounts of water at this point okay. so his wife from inside the house which is also flooded starts hearing noises from outside so she goes out to a little stooped patio area and she sees her husband being attacked by an alligator so he this is this is the scariest part of all so he gets free from the alligator but he's hurt and she helps him get up to a little elevator elevated area still close to the water but out of the water uh near a staircase and she can't there's no power there's no phone signal there's no phones period so she's got to get into a boat to go and try to get help for her husband who has just been attacked by an alligator 71 year old husband she gets help when she comes back the man is gone and from what they what they're seeing and what they understand the man was probably taken uh by the alligator which is kind of bizarre. There are reports, and it's in this story, this neighborhood notorious uh, for people feeding alligators. Because we hear time and time again, an alligator shouldn't just unprovoked attack a human being, especially when there's so much more water now. But if you ever watched uh, um, Swamp People, where, where they do nothing but hunt gators the entire time. Right. Slidell is actually where Swamp People is filmed. A lot of the guys are based out of this exact area. This town, this marshy uh, part of Louisiana, known for some of the biggest alligators on earth. So to think that you've got houses underwater here with massive, what we know at this moment, human-eating alligators might be uh, one of the most terrifying turns uh, when it comes to a hurricane hitting your neck of the woods. Man, that's terrifying. I mean, it really, I mean, being, being drowning or having your house completely flooded has always sounded really scary to me. Just the idea of you having to get up to the top level of your home or try and avoid water. Scary enough. Throw some alligators in the mix and it gets uh, it gets even scarier. You are the tree frogs in the back too? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're in the swamp. I yeah. mean, this place, when we drove to, uh, to Texas, we did it twice actually. Uh, when you drive to Texas from here, you go through a bunch of road that is elevated and it's swamp on both sides and you can take an exit but it's not like an exit that you've ever seen anywhere else it takes you off the beaten path and to think how many people live life like that in the swamp it's crazy it's fascinating but i don't know that uh i don't know that i'd be able to do it this is, florida is uh is, is swampy enough yeah muggy enough and mosquitoy enough too. yeah so we managed to get through yesterday. I did see that you uh, had a tweet about it, but I haven't listened to any of it. Uh, Kanye West's new album, uh, Donda. Uh, people are talking about it. It was delayed and delayed and delayed. Supposedly, he posted on Instagram that he wasn't ready for it to be released and that Universal, his album label, put it out with his permit without his permission and kept tracks off of the album uh, that he wanted to have on. So whether it was supposed to be released or not, still up for debate but one of the interesting things he did last week at the listening party so he does these intricate listening parties they're not concerts he's just playing new music for people and he did it in atlanta a couple times this one at soldier field in chicago he built a scale version of his childhood home and then played songs from the album while kind of performing them the most shocking uh, part of all was when he brought out the baby 
who, if you don't know, has been canceled for some crazy homophobic comments and not backing down. So he brings out the baby to hang on the front porch of his childhood home and Marilyn Manson. So I think the point of what he was doing was trying to make a big statement on cancel culture and everything that comes along with it. Uh, Another piece to this is that he then brought out his ex-wife, Kim Kardashian, wearing a wedding dress to join him on stage. Not fully sure what, what that was all about. But that wasn't the exact plan. There was supposed to be somebody else on the front porch with DaBaby and Marilyn Manson. And that was the former president, Donald Trump, who was reportedly, repeatedly asked by Kanye to be a part of the listening party and be on the front porch with Marilyn Manson and DaBaby. And he politely declined. After all Kanye did for him. I So when I was looking through, you know, I was kind of just looking for details on this story. When you go back in time, some of the last stuff that Kanye had to say about Donald Trump was that he was done with him. Oh, so yeah. I don't know if that was just to try and appease other people, but I've said it before and I'll say it again. Kanye, I think the most untouchable person out there when it comes to his art and people still being interested in it. Even when they said a year ago they would never do anything. I don't know if it's just the intrigue. I don't know if it's the fact you never know what you're going to get. But uh, that would have been a hell of a scene if you get Donald Trump to baby in Marilyn Manson on the same stage. I saw that uh, Manson's ex-girlfriend, Rachel Lee Cook, had, uh, I guess she said, you get what she did, the new radicals, you get what you give, and then flipped off Marilyn Manson. Well, you know, I... I'm all for making a statement on cancel culture, but you picked two guys that I think couldn't be any further from the example of cancel culture. You have a guy who just said terrible homophobic things and bashed people with AIDS. And then you got another guy who just has all these women who said he did terrible things to them and sexually assaulted them and tortured them and made them do drugs. It's just... Those aren't examples of cancel culture. No, those are bad human beings. Yeah. Should have got Mike Richards from Jeopardy out there on the front porch with him, and then and Michael Richards from Seinfeld. <laughs> a little more. <laughs> I don't know. That's a tough one too. But uh, sadly, it would have been a spectacle that we'd probably still be talking about today. But Donald Trump uh, did not accept the invitation. That's too bad. A couple things on Afghanistan and some audio from our president. Uh, you know, the people that are left over there, and the numbers are. are depending on what you're listening to, they go up and down. But something that has definitely caught traction on social media with the hashtag um, no pause left behind, an animal rights group is slamming the Biden administration after the U.S. military is being accused of leaving its contract dogs behind in Afghanistan before pulling out in Kabul. But the military is hitting back now, blasting the reports as erroneous. I am devastated by reports that the American government is pulling out of Kabul and leaving behind brave U.S. military contract working dogs to be tortured and killed at the hand of our enemies. That's coming from the American Humane President and CEO Robert Gansert. She released that in a statement earlier today. These brave dogs do the same dangerous, life-saving work as our military working dogs and deserve a far better fate. I mean, it's it's just it's every day. If you feel like it's something else, I mean, it's it's they're they're now saying the video of somebody hanging from the Black Hawk helicopter is actually real. 
They're calling on Congress to take action to classify contract working dogs on the same level as military working dogs. Failure to do anything less is a failure of humanity and a condemnation of us all. Uh, And just to let everybody know, the military spokesman later disputed that, saying that no military working dogs were left behind. I hope that's right. And I mean... I don't want to question how bad the Taliban is or or whoever the bad dudes are over there, ISIS, but do you think rounding up the U.S. military dogs is something that they would be in the business of doing? Are they that evil to where they just, and I don't know if there's tons of dogs running around, but the story is they just let them out in the airport and they're just running everywhere. So I don't know what their schedule of evil is booked like on a normal day, but I, I would think chasing around dogs to torture them just seems as if there could be something more evil that they could do on that given day. I imagine if a dog passes by, they might inflict some some pain upon it, but I don't think they seek out dogs to torture. I hope not. I'd, I'd like to think. Um, I've got a couple pieces of audio. The first coming um, from our president. Uh, he spoke today, and, and it's kind of the a mission accomplished uh, thing I guess uh, here are some of his remarks talking about getting out of Afghanistan uh, and how the U.S. was prepared for the collapse of the government. When the Afghan security forces, after two decades of fighting for their country and losing thousands of their own, did not hold on as long as anyone expected. We were ready when they and the people of Afghanistan watched their own government collapse and the president flee amid the corruption and malfeasance, handing over the country to their enemy, the Taliban, and significantly increasing the risk to U.S. personnel. I got to say, not very impressed all the way around with Joe Biden and his latest speaking engagements, but something about the way he says Taliban, it really really kind of just lightens everything. It really softens the blow in regards to what's going on every time he just says Taliban. It just brings a little joy into your heart. Reminds me of Harry Belafonte's uh, Banana Boat song. Come, Mr. Yeah. Taliban. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. And uh, in an answer that I don't think anybody likes, this was from yesterday's press secretary briefing, uh, Jen Psaki, when asked uh, if we could guarantee that all of the Americans who want to leave Afghanistan will be able to get out as of today. Okay. That you will be able to get out. I don't think we can guarantee, but what we can do is work toward, and this is what the president directed the Secretary of State to continue diplomatic efforts with international partners to secure means for third country nationals, Afghans with visas who may be eligible for our programs, of course, any American citizen who remains in country to leave the country even after the U.S. military presence ends. There's a means of mechanisms for that. Those conversations are ongoing. So I don't think when you're talking about uh, American lives, you want to hear the term I don't think we can guarantee evacuation, but at the same time, there's is is there is there a shred of um, refreshment in sheer honesty? I mean, even if the results are not what you want them to be, right. somebody looking at you and going, "Hey, uh, we can't guarantee anything. We're going to do our best. We've got things in places, you know, in place that will hopefully get everybody out who wants to be out, but we can't guarantee it." Rather than Oh, yeah, everything's fine. Everybody's going to be out of there. You just don't worry yourself about it saying, hey, um, we're going to do our best. Um, sometimes the truth sucks. And I yeah. think I think um, it's never been more true than in a situation like this where it's not good. You can look at it a million ways and realize it's not good and, and maybe pretending that it's not uh, or pretending that it is isn't the way to go here.
Right. I'd rather have the uncomfortable truth than a lie that feels good. Absolutely. So the debate, and we're going to talk uh, about some specific rulings when it comes to mask mandates uh, in the state of Florida and what schools are doing. But I can tell you one thing that's definitely happening, and I think it's happening all around the country, definitely here in Florida, places that, that have the option for your child to opt out of a mask mandate for medical reasons. That means... A lot of parents are going to be looking for reasons for their kids to not wear a mask, and you can check that out right near home in Sarasota. Families lined up outside a chiropractor's office in Venice on Monday, hoping to get medical exemption forms for their children in response to Sarasota County's new school mask mandate. The mask mandate in Sarasota County went into effect on Monday, and while the district says compliance so far has been good, they are dealing with challenges vetting medical exemption forms. As the district works through the exemptions to make sure they're valid and correct, some parents are voicing concerns over a local chiropractor chiropractor who confirms uh, to local A that he's signed dozens of exemption forms for kids in the past week. Uh, some parents saying they're in, in disbelief when they hear the claims of Twin Palms Chiropractic offering up mask exemptions to anyone who wanted one. Her family went to check things out for themselves. You can go right in and come right out, sign a clipboard and get handed a sheet Nobody asked to see the children. No forms were pre-signed. There were just a stack behind the counter, and they were passed out to everybody who was there. District officials say they're aware of the situation, aren't cons- are in- concerned about the claims they're seeing online. Oh, man. I mean, th- th- this is, it's, it's probably the most, the least shocking side effect of, of something like this. Right. When you see the passion for lack of a better word, that some of these parents have when they go to these uh, school board meetings all around the country Mm. and fight for their kids to not wear a mask. If you think those same people, right, wrong, or indifferent, are just going to take the ruling and and go softly into the night, uh, clearly we're finding out that is not the case. And You've got to imagine that's got to be illegal. I mean, for a chiropractor, I mean... Let's say the chiropractor was actually seeing the children even and making it more legit. Right. It still seems not legit, let alone just handing out stacks of paper. Uh, a line around the building so they can get rubber stamped with yeah. the signs so their kid doesn't have to wear a mask and protect other people. I'd say that's going to be actionable. Well, and this this is drawing attention to it. You're telling me there yeah. aren't other doctors out there doing the exact same thing, maybe in a more under-the-radar type fashion where, hey, at least book an appointment and we'll, we'll, we'll take a peek at your kid rather than just doing it the old school, you know, this this kind of wink and a nod. But that doesn't seem like it will end well for the, uh, for the, for the chiropractor. Nah. So... We've. I think it's just because it's been so front of mind with the Bayshore case and the kid uh, who killed the the woman and her child on Bayshore while racing. That every instance where somebody gets charged for running someone over or a hit and run gets you, you really focus on it. Yeah. And this one's different because it was intentional. Oh. The man who intentionally ran over a bicycling family three years ago was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Mm. Mykees Morse is now headed to a mental health facility for treatment instead of prison. Hillsborough judge uh, Mark Kaiser made it official Monday. At this point, the court has entered a finding of not guilty by reason of insanity. Doctors representing the state and defense agreed Morse did not know right from wrong at the time of the crime. 
He did not know or appreciate the nature of his actions and the consequences, nor did he appreciate the wrongfulness of the behavior. Back in the summer of 2018, Morse was accused of intentionally running over a father and his two children who were riding bikes in Tampa. Uh, his children survived, but their mother, Megan, says the cars... The, I'm sorry. Bad choice of words. The scars are still there. <laughs> the cars remind us of what it is to feel. So I, I think this every time I hear insanity... Is there not a little bit of insanity inside everybody yes. who can kill another yes. human being? I mean, do you not really know the difference between right and wrong if you can kill somebody? I, I, I do respect mental health of issues, course. but at the same time, getting not guilty by insanity feels like a cop-out, no matter what the scenario is, because I just believe if you're willing to murder someone in cold blood, you're a little bit insane. Correct. And, and especially if you're out hunting for people to run down on the street. You should not be able to claim an insanity defense. You really shouldn't. I'm trying to figure out if this next story is going to be a huge deal, mm. and it should be a huge deal, or if it's making something out of nothing. Right. You be the judge. English teacher Kristen Pitson is being investigated by her California school district after a TikTok video went viral of her joking with a student about pledging allegiance to the pride flag oh. instead of the American flag. I saw the video. Pitson is a teacher at the Newport Mesa Unified School District, posted the video on her own TikTok account. It has since been deleted. In the video, Pitson begins, okay, so during the third period, we do announcements. They do a pledge of allegiance. I always tell my class, stand if you feel like you don't, um, but I've got the end of it uh, just to, so you can hear kind of uh, where it goes. The fact that my room does not have a flag. It used to be there, but I took it down during COVID because it made me uncomfortable. And um, I packed it away and I don't know where, and I haven't found it yet. <laughs> but my kid today goes, hey, um, it's kind of weird that we just stand and then, you know, we say it to nothing. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, I got to find it. Like, I'm working on it. I got you. It's so, the gay flag, the pride flag, I mean. So so she when she says, I'll find it, I got you, there's silence, but she does the no, I'm not going to find that, no, and waves her head um, in, in the right. video. In the meantime, I tell this kid, we do have a flag in the class that you can pledge your allegiance to. And he like looks around and he goes, oh, that one? And that is the, 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 the rainbow flag. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's California, so so maybe this this may not offend anybody in that actual school, but uh, probably you think she, she you think she loses her job? Probably, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a tough sell. She yep. seems you know like she's being lighthearted about it, right? But um, I just think uh, uh, substituting flags uh, for other flags in the United States of America sometimes not not something that's um that's mm. accepted that not now that that easily, yeah. The story we touched on yesterday seems to be getting weirder and weirder. At the time, I thought what happened was a legitimate school snuck their way onto ESPN because they wanted to be on ESPN. The more details that come out about Bishop Sycamore have people questioning whether this is even a real school at all. New details that are surfacing show that a lot of these kids on the team should have graduated high school already. But maybe the most shocking piece of evidence of all the head coach Roy Johnson has been fired after it was revealed 
There is an active warrant out for his arrest, and he's facing a civil lawsuit for alleged fraud. As as that's on top of being throttled fifty eight to zero uh, in a game on Sunday. Andre Peterson, who is supposedly the founder of the school as well as an assistant coach, is telling the USA Today that uh, the head coach Johnson will no longer be. With the team, Peterson said he made the decision after the IMG Academy game Sunday, but wanted to wait until one more conversation with the coach before making the parting final. This is one of the most insane things ever. You said they need to do a 30 for 30 on it. Yep. They absolutely do. And it would be warranted because they have been, and you know, the other thing they played a game two days ahead. They played that game on the weekend. They had played a game against some team in Kentucky two days before that game. So I, I really don't understand how the inner workings of booking high school games go and how you can just, yeah. I thought you played the teams you were scheduled to play. Sure. They seem to just be making their own schedule within a school that isn't really actually a school. You think they were filming like some sort of reality show to see what they could get away with? Maybe, maybe yeah. that's uh, maybe that's possible. And lastly, uh, 10 days away, uh, 10 days away from the kickoff yeah. of football and our Tampa Bay Buccaneers are kicking the whole deal off on Thursday night yeah. against the Cowboys. So any reason to listen to Tom Brady's voice in this period of time, it's all right by me. And here he is talking about how tough these th- today and the next couple days will be with cuts and uh, how we got to get it all together. Got to start the season the right way. And I think we've had a decent training camp. Now we make final cuts and... It's always a tough time for, for all the players and the coaches. Nobody likes this time of year for those reasons. Um, but as soon as that happens, you know, the team's got to come together quickly and get prepared to play our first biggest game of the year. There's a lot of big games, but the first biggest game of the year is Thursday night. We're looking forward to it, and I'm Heck all burnt yeah. up. Coming up next on Drew Garabo Live, we've all had a take on what happened when Disney uh, got the Muppets and what it did to the Muppets. Wait until you hear how they're treating one of the original Muppeteers. Next on Drew Garabo Live. Medi Weight Loss, the medically supervised program. They do accept some insurances. I want to tell you that right off the bat. You need to give them a call and find out if they accept yours. 877-MED-LOSS. You can also get a free assessment at startmedi.com slash 1025. You know, you can find a lot of different ways to lose weight, but having somebody keep you accountable, being a part of something bigger than yourself is what works for me. If you just hand me the book and say, good luck, buddy, That's not going to work. When I go in for my weekly weigh-ins and I see the doctor, I see the nurses, I step onto that scale, and those numbers keep going down and down, it becomes a game. I want to see how many more pounds can I lose next week and the week after and the week after, and they can help you lose the weight you never thought you could. Startmedi.com slash 1025 or call 877-MED-LOSS. When you do, let them know you heard John Senning talking about it on it's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.